we lost track of time. I think we're only, it was only a few seconds. It's fine. Happy New Year's, buddies. Welcome back to Headlines and Coffee, the podcast. This is episode 22, and I'm your host, Generator. Did you guys miss me? I've missed you. Although the break was much needed, there has been a lot that has happened in, what, almost a month now, I think we've been gone. Uh, The biggest change has probably been that I've kind of stayed out of politics for the most part um, since the start of the break. Honestly, it felt great. Uh, but even with like the break of the politics, I've still have been having that constant feeling of anxiety. Some days are worse than others. And even though I've not like myself gone and read the news, I still obviously see the things that's going on through TikTok. And I just really hope that 2022, the world straightens out because I honestly don't want to play anymore. Uh, a lot of truths have been coming out, especially in regards to the vid and the jabby jab. Uh, We have had three significant trials at the end of 2021 and thank the Lord above that they are all ruled the right way. However, I'm not totally satisfied, mainly with the Maxwell trial. Although she is still six months from sentencing, she is only facing up to 65 years in prison. There are a lot of unanswered questions and like, I don't understand why is no one asking those questions. I personally do not think she will make it to sentencing. Um, And I know you guys have all heard this, so I'm going to publicly say it. Ghislaine Maxwell did not unalive herself. Anyways, before I get too far into the rabbit hole, let me bring on producer Bill. Hi, hi Bill. What are we doing? Oh, no. Oh, my God. You can't take. <laughs> Am I doing this right? I mean, kind of. Yeah, you are kind of doing this right. Uh, okay, I survived a fucking tornado. You did survive a fucking tornado. Uh, for you guys that are listening, um, if you follow me on TikTok at all, I've been on, I was doing like this whole clout thief thing where I have like my neck gator on and I hold the index cards. That's what Bill's doing. Bill tried to steal my clout, but my, my clout is unstealable. Unstealable. <laughs> but it was perfect. I love it. How are you, Bill? How you doing? Uh, doing very well. Doing very well. Uh, first off, I just want to say thank you to not only Jen, but to all the listeners, everybody who's uh, checked in on my wife and I one way or another. Thank you so very much. We do appreciate it. And uh, it got scary there for a second because just a few days ago, we had another tornado scare and some tornadoes did hit the South Central Kentucky area about 45 minutes away, but it was... It was something else. We were very much all on edge. Some of us with PTSD, we were, you know, really worried. But uh, I just want to say thank you to everybody. And not only thank you to every, all the listeners of the show who checked in, but I also want to say thank you so much to all the first responders, all the all the linemen and all the volunteers who uh, came to get power and utilities back up. So I can't thank you guys enough. Th- those guys were working so hard. And they, um, guys and girls, uh, if you've watched the video, you know, the, the nurse, that was one heck of a story there. So, uh, you know, but just thank you guys to everybody. It's still so strange to me to, uh, you know, look 50 yards down my street to see a house with no roof. And then another 25 yards past it, the liquor store that I used to go to is gone. It's wiped off the map. And so is the house next to it. It's just to see how close it hit really gives me a new appreciation on a lot of things that I mm-hmm. thought I took for granted. So, but, uh, thank you guys so much for bearing with us. It, we were planning on bringing you guys some really great content, yeah. but, uh, somebody said, no, yeah, <laughs> we're just going to drop a not. tornado down on you. Yeah. So, 
I mean, and honestly, like it, it ended up working out like as unfortunate as the event was, because uh, as you guys know, mm-hmm. I was in South Carolina that week. So right. um, that was less things I had to pack because I already had to take my work laptop and all that <laughs> stuff like that. That That is comparison at all. Like, I don't want to sound uh, um, in, inconsiderate or anything, but it just no, no. It, ended, it ended up working out. And I, I can't speak for everybody, but I am glad that you and wifey is, you know, doing well and. Um, all that. How was your New Year's? Uh, the New Year's was pretty darn boring. We uh, <laughs> we just sat here and watched movies until uh, midnight, and then we kissed and went to bed. The Florida trip, we did not have to cancel our trip to Florida for Christmas week, and we that, still yeah. went down there. Oh, my God. That was amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I saw the pictures. It looked like you guys had a really good time. We 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 really enjoyed it, and uh, you know, no no complaints. Life is good. There were people in our area that lost a lot more than you know just internet and power for a couple mm-hmm. of weeks. So you know, God bless them, and uh, you know, prayers and thoughts go out to them as well. But yeah. we 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 can't complain, not at one bit. How how are the recovery efforts going? Recovery efforts are going really well. We actually lost internet again just a few minutes ago or a few hours ago, but thank mm-hmm. goodness it's come back. There, the cleanup's going to be going on for a while. It, it's going to be just a year-long process, is mm-hmm. what I'm guesstimating. Uh, and friends that I've talked to in the local media, the process—it's going to be a while because when folks, when I say wiped off the map, I'm not kidding. I mean, the the area of the 31W bypass here in Bowling Green and the Russellville Road area of Bowling Green, the restaurant that my wife and I went to after we got married, it's gone. It, it, I mean, it's no longer there. There's not even a pile of rubble anymore. Wow. It, yeah, it, it's, it, it's been rough, but recovery's going good. Bowling Green's strong. You know, we're, uh, you know, but some businesses that were already hurt by COVID or the pandemic are now even in worse shape so you know god bless them and we really you know then but i will say this the outpouring of support for the kentucky communities that were hit not just us but also murray kentucky and western kentucky that's right on the uh, mississippi river that they got it worse than we did mm-hmm. and the so so many people have donated so many things that you know they've actually stopped taking donations Oh, and, wow. Yeah. So they've had to. They don't have anywhere else to put it. Yeah. And uh, so God bless you folks for giving everything that you could, whether it was time, whether it was money, clothes, diapers. Thank you, everybody, so much for donating. And thank you for supporting us. Uh, cleanup efforts continue. They're still actually, believe it or not, they're still about, I want to say, 5,000 people without Internet and about 1,000 people without power. That's how oh, bad wow. it was. How yeah. many families were displaced, do you know? Uh, I don't know the number of families displaced. I can tell you that unfortunately, fourteen people lost their lives, and just uh, in Kentucky. Because I, I well, that's just in Bo- that's just in Bowling Green. Just in, not- I was going to say just in Bowling Green because I know the number was way higher. Because uh, there was twenty four tornadoes that night. Yeah, up in Murray, Kentucky, I'm sure there was a lot more than 14. Uh, any other areas? I got to be honest, I really don't know. I've been mm-hmm. so obsessed with my community yeah that, as, you, as you should be you should right be. so so all right well, but I'm, hey I'm great glad, yeah. great times we're here to celebrate the new year and we've yeah. got a first ever on the headlines and coffee podcast yeah first ever so we're gonna do uh the buddy awards you guys it, it kind of reminds me of the dundies it's the buddies like i fucking love it um so we're gonna do the 2021 uh buddies 
Um, all right. So for the first category is the biggest news story. Now, these these are all what I felt was, uh, you know, the top, obviously, because I'm the fucking host and I can say what's the best and what's not. That's just me. Um, Bill, if you, show. Want, if you want to share yours, you're more than welcome uh, okay. for me. So I kept it to one. So mm-hmm. the biggest news story for me for 2021, and I think it's just because, like, it really hit home was the Afghanistan withdrawal. Mm-hmm. That was the biggest one for me. That was number two for me. Uh, I had I had three, and number three was the January sixth insur- insurrection, uh, which they're still talking about to this day. Yeah. Number two, and I think in a lot of ways, if you look at it objectively, because don't get me wrong, I one hundred percent agree with you that the Afghan withdrawal should be number one in your heart, and I get mm-hmm. that. Like the tornadoes that hit Kentucky should be number one in my heart. Mm-hmm. But when you're looking at it objectively, the January 6th insurrection, insurrection I'm doing air quotes for the yeah. listeners, I would say media-wise, that was the biggest news story of the year. I'd say media-wise, it was COVID because they're, they're, they've been talking oh, about God. that for two fucking years. We're, and we're never going to get past that until oh, got, until we we've to. learned. To, yeah, until we've learned to live with it, we're never going to get over it. Well, we can't so. live with it when they're restricting us and won't let us fucking live with it. I agree. Anyways, we'll move um, on to the next category because. Well, hold, hold. well, my number two was the Afghanistan withdrawal. My biggest news story of the year was the Rittenhouse trial. OK, gotcha. All right. Um, just because I, I, I'm. So sick and tired of COVID. Anyways, uh, <laughs> all right. So the next category is uh, biggest dumbass of 2021. I have two: LeBron okay. James and the Cuomo's. Okay, I I dig that. I am so I'm not giving LeBitch any more props. I'm not. I don't. He doesn't exist in the Bill universe. The Billiverse. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Uh, biggest dumbass of the year. My number four is the Cuomo brothers. My number three is the Island Boys. Oh God. Uh, number two is one of your home state guys. I'm sorry, but I Urban know. Meyer. I know. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, but that guy deserves to be it. And number one is definitely Joe Biden. Let's I go, Brandon. On that. Uh, all right. So <laughs> for some fun categories, uh, the best movie. Now, I don't like really keep up with all the movies. These are just the best movies of 2021 that are like released in 2021 that I watched. So, you know, don't fucking judge me. Uh, number three <laughs> is Being the Ricardos. Number two is A Quiet Place Part Two. And then number one was Godzilla, Godzilla versus Kong. Okay. That's, that's my list. Uh, for the rest of these, I only have one uh, for each category. My favorite movie of tw- or best movie of 2021 was Dune. And believe it or not, that's on a lot of people's list. Dune mm-hmm. was fantastic. Okay. Um, so best TV show, again, the same logic applies. Like I didn't, I didn't watch like a lot of new things, but the one new show that I have been watching that I really like, and this should really be no surprise to anybody is Superman and Lois. Okay. I still haven't had a chance to check it out yet, but I want to, my uh, favorite TV show would have been Yellowstone, but I got to give it to Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai season four was my shit. Loved it. Still have not seen an episode of that. That's okay. Um, all right, best video game. So this, I kind of cheated a little bit because this game was actually released in 2020, but it was mm. early release. And then like, this is just like one of the main games I've been playing. Uh, Phasmophobia is my best video game. Okay. And I would, uh, my favorite video game of 2021 is MLB The Show 2021. Nice. Um, all right. So funniest viral clip or video. So I, I couldn't think of, cause there's so many funny clips out there. Mm. 
Um, but I, so I just went with like my favorite viral video of 2021 and it was definitely Bella Porch's empty the beat. Like, okay. I don't know why, but like, I fucking love that video of hers so much. That was my mm. favorite one. My favorite one was the TikTok video. It got not only like 20 million views, but it got 10 million likes was the guy who, uh, is riding a little go-kart and he's dressed up like Mario through downtown New York and he takes a plush uh, turtle shell and throws and hits like a couple of different NYPD cop cars. And the cop gets out and says, what's wrong with you? What is going on? And he's like, it's a meme, Mario. It's oh, my God. I haven't maybe, seen that. Oh, it may be the greatest TikTok ever. I have to send it to you. It's really Oh, my great. God. I know, like, that Bella Porch video was, like, the most viral for, like, mm. the longest time. It was the right. video. I don't know. Um, all right. So uh, biggest conservative headache of 2021. Uh, hands down, Liz Cheney. Uh, I, I I think that's a toss up. I, I'm not going to disagree with you because mm -hmm. she was a big problem, but I'm going to have to say Lauren Boebert, who I absolutely fell in love with for the longest time. I was like, yes, conservatives have their version of AOC. And then she did an AOC and said stupid shit towards mm -hmm. the end of the year. And I'm like, Lauren, come on. So, yeah, gotta um, be her. I don't know where my biggest liberal headache of 2021 went. And that one's really hard to choose. Like honestly, um, I, I I don't I don't know who the biggest liberal headache was of 2021 um, because there's just so many Nancy Pelosi, AOC, Chuck Schumer, like all of them are that all of them are headaches. I think not all big, of them. That's a lie. Not all of them are headaches. Not all. But I think the biggest liberal headache has to be uh, Kamala uh, Kamala Harris, and the mm -hmm. reason I say that is because. She was being groomed. You know, they were taking her. She was going to be the next, you know, she was going to be the next president. That's who they were going to run. The second Sleepy Joe was declared mentally unstable. And then when she goes out, she says stupid shit. She laughs at the NBC anchor asking a question. Why haven't you been to the border? And then mm -hmm. she starts cackling like Harley Quinn. Yeah. Uh, she's just. Don't been put, the hold on. You don't put that on Harley Quinn. Don't you dare put that on Harley oh, Quinn. Oh, come that on. That is now. offensive. <laughs> that is offensive, sir. Harley uh, Quinn is a gem. She does not cackle like Kamala Harris. She laughs like a sinister little clown uh, that she is. That's great. But yeah, Kamala Harris is my biggest liberal headache of 2021. Okay. Um, all right. So most tone deaf tweet. I actually have two of them. Okay. Um, Megan Rapino, I fucking can't stand her, but she did at Tasha Kai zero zero. Um, you look Asian with those closed eyes. Like, what the fuck are you doing, lady? And then uh, LeBron James, the after the Makai Bryant shooting, when he posted the picture mm -hmm. of that cop and said, "You're next." Hashtag accountability. Yeah, you can always you can always trust in LeBitch for uh, the worst tweet of twenty of any year. Yeah. Uh, but the one where he tweeted after the Rittenhouse, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse broke down crying on the stand. Mm -hmm. That one, you could throw that in yeah, that, that one, category Yeah, that one well. was definitely up there too. Like I, yeah. I had it, I did a whole ass video for both of those tweets. <laughs> and that was going to be my number one, but AOC saying conservatives want to fuck her. No, they just want you fucking gone, bitch. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm yeah. sorry. Nobody, nobody wants to bang you. Not even your own white boyfriend. Yeah. Okay. She's I mean, come crazy. on. She's crazy. Um, all right. Idiot of the year goes to Joy Reid. 
That's funny because I also have a member of the view on that list. I know. <laughs> I, I have a tie on mine. I've got the domestic terrorist herself, Sunny Hostin, mm -hmm. and uh, Patrice Con Cullors. And for those of you that don't know, she's the former leader, uh, a co-founder of the Black Lives. Well, I mean, she can't be a former co-founder, but she's uh, one of the co-founders of the Black Lives Matter organization, not the movement, but the Black mm -hmm. Lives Matter organization, who then took the money and ran yeah. and she went and bought, bought a bunch of like 13 houses or something. Yeah. In, in LA. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it, it's a close tie between those mm -hmm. two. Yeah. I can see that. Uh, oh, you know what? I know who my, my biggest liberal headache was. It was Cory Bush. I don't know where it went, <laughs> but Cory Bush. Oh, there it is. Cause I went out of order. Oh, yeah. Cory okay. Bush was my biggest. <laughs> like it just reminded me. I was like, Oh, wait a minute. Um, anyways, <laughs> Can we just say, like, any member of the squad can win Any that member award of the squad is the biggest the fraud. Headache. Yes, the fraud. Um, <laughs> all right, so the Swept Under the Rug Award definitely goes to the Maxwell trial. My, my buddy award for Swept Under the Rug is either the Border Crisis or the Maxwell trial. Mm -hmm. Because once they found out that, oh, shit, these guys who are supposedly – whipping these Haitian migrants from a horse once they realize, oh, shit, if we do that, we got to blame Biden because Biden's not b disciplining the Border Patrol. Sweep it under the rug. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's, ne it's not been mentioned again. The yeah. border crisis has not been mentioned since. Yeah. And in case you guys are wondering, there's still a crisis at the border. COVID's still a thing. And they still want you to fucking live like you're in communist China. Yeah. I mean, nothing's changed from like a month ago. I'm <laughs> just saying. <laughs> nothing's um, changed like six months ago. Yeah, nothing's changed for like a year. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so the biggest lie of the year, and I know like because I obviously already saw your list. I, I agree. It's the COVID vax. Uh, hands on. Yeah. That's here, the here, biggest lie of the year. And YouTube shuts our stream down in three, two. Bye, you guys. <laughs> Folks, there's no such thing as a COVID vaccine, okay? And I know there's going to be somebody who argues with us or somebody who's like, Bill, you've lost your damn mind. I'm sorry. I'm going to give you a prime example. 100% of NHL players got the jab. Over 95, 96, 97% of other professional athletes and college athletes got the jab. But yet we had, what, six college football bowl games that were canceled? Okay, I got to stop you for a second, Bill, because that's not the point. This is this is the problem with the conservative side. That's okay. not the point of the vaccine, because there are two different types of vaccines. There's okay. the sterile vaccine, like the, the measles, mumps, rubella, like that. That's a sterile okay. vaccine. It's intended to get rid of. And then you mm -hmm. have the other types of vaccines like the flu shot and the COVID vaccine that is intended to keep, uh, help alleviate the symptoms. You can still get it. You can mm -hmm. still pass it on. So it's still a vaccine. It's just not the type of vaccine they were portraying, hence why it's the biggest lie of the year. Well, that's where I was going with that is, you know, the, the flu shot is a, vac is a vaccine by that definition, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. How many football games, hockey games, baseball games, Little League games were shut down because of the flu? None. That's Ex never been a thing. E exactly. So, yeah. you know, don't get me. I'm not saying you're wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying I, I know I'm right because there's no such thing as a COVID vaccine. It There's a shot that will alleviate some of the uh, symptoms but it's more transmissible than ever. Mm -hmm. What what what's the stats from uh, South America, Jen? That the uh, 
the Omicron variant is over 20% more transmissible, but it's 20% less. Uh, mm-hmm. What's the word I'm looking for? It's, uh, it's not it's, as harsh. Right. Like, so, so like that was a conversation I was having earlier. Therapeutics. Okay. You're right. You're right. Wicked. Um, so that's a conversation I was having earlier. Like, yes, mm-hmm. the, the, cause I'm telling you just about everybody that I know mm-hmm. within the past month has gotten sick. This thing is extremely contagious, right. but it's not as damning as the original one. Because if you look, if you look at the numbers and you got to look at the fine print when it comes to like these news fucking mainstream media, the uh, the cases have risen significantly because a lot of people are getting sick. Um, mm-hmm. But the hospital visits and the deaths are going down because mm-hmm. this one's not as harsh. I mean, I'm not saying that people aren't not feeling good, that, you know, they're not feeling like the worst that they've ever felt. But what I'm saying is like this one isn't as harsh as like the OG. And there's right. a reason for it. Like. The, the reason why we have uh, variants is because the original virus has mutated mm-hmm. when and the reason why the virus mutates is because of people's natural immunity and the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, the virus itself, like it mutates itself so it can protect itself from the antibodies and the vaccine. But in in turn, re- something um, it ends up weakening itself. Right. So it's not as harsh. And that's like the best way I can explain that. Right. No. And, and I, I don't want anybody. And we've had this uh, we've had this uh, uh, disclaimer many times on this show. If you feel comfortable and you feel like you need to get the covid shot, the vaccine, the jab, whatever you want to call it, please don't let anybody tell you it's not a good idea. Don't let anybody tell you it's a bad idea. Take care of yourself. Do what's right for you and do what's right for your family. Yep. OK. All I'm saying is, is that when you have domestic terrorists like Sonny Hostin and Joy Reid sit there and try to tell you, oh, the vaccine's great and it does this and it does that. Bitch, no, it don't. Yeah. No, it's not misinformation when it's more transmissible than ever, whether you got Mm -hmm. the vaccine or not. Exactly. I mean, um, she's probably going to fucking be pissed that I even said this, but my mom, fully vaccinated, Mm -hmm. COVID's kicking her ass right now. Like she does not feel good. And I was like, that's weird. Like you're vaccinated. You're supposed to alleviate the symptoms. Hi Charles. Um, It was supposed to alleviate the symptoms. I'm like, but you're not going to the hospital. So that's good. That's at least a plus, but yeah, like what, what Bill said, if you guys choose to get vaccinated, get vaccinated. That's, that's your, it's a personal choice. Like that's what we've been fighting this whole pandemic for the past two years. It's a personal choice. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you want to get vaccinated, get vaccinated. If you don't want to wear a mask, you shouldn't have to wear a mask. If you want to get vaccinated, you shouldn't have to get vaccinated. That, that's that. It, we can't keep talking about this. We, yeah. we got to move on. We got to move on with our. Yeah, buddy we got. Award. Okay, so <laughs> the very last and the biggest buddy award of 2021, the person of the year, and no, for me, it is not Elon Musk. It is. Unfortunately, somebody who's not running for president of the United States, but hopefully I will be moving to this man's state very soon. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis for me. I'm about to blow y'all's minds right now. Oh, sh- uh, hold, well, hold on. <laughs> I- I'm about to blow y'all's minds right now because like I seriously I sat on this one for a minute. <laughs> My clock's about to go the fuck away. I what? sat on this for a minute because I was like, who is the person of the year? Like, who is it? Because like I. 
I, I don't think it's Ron DeSantis. Like, okay, cool. You've said some things and, you know, you suck to your guns. Like, bro, you've been doing that for two years. Like, this is nothing new. Okay. For me, and I'm going to explain before, like, y'all fucking lose your shit on me. The person of the year, Joe Manchin. Because that dude killed the Build Back Better plan. And he's doing, like, he's doing a lot of things that, like, our people should be doing. Um, now, there is talks that they are in negotiation right now. We'll see what happens. But based on the information I had prior to today, Joe Manchin, person of the year for killing the Build Back Better plan. I'm sorry. There's a part of me that, you know, I think he does the right thing sometimes. And then sometimes I think, oh, God, please do not hate me. Chat, please do not get mad at me. But there's a big part of me at times that I have to agree with Charlemagne the God. Is who's really running the country right now? Yeah. Is it is it Biden? Is it Kamala? Oh or is it Joe Manchin? Who would have ever thought in our lifetime that we would be like, yeah, I kind of agree with Charlemagne. Like <laughs> Charlemagne of all people, really? Oh my God, yes. Okay. And yes, Betty White. I, I I got what you guys are saying. I I love Betty White, but like. What did aside from dying this year, what did she do to be person of the year? I love Betty White, so you fix your face right now. You fix it. She is a she is a national wow. treasure. I and a global icon. She's a, yes, I agree with all those. But as far as doing things for this country to earn person of the year. I agree. She shouldn't be person of the year, but she's definitely on. the biggest loss of the year. Yes. Like we can no, add that okay. category for the Buddy Awards. She's the biggest loss of the year. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I'm fine with that. I, I got no problem with that. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Charlemagne the God is never going to be my listed as my favorite person. I think his heart is in the right place sometimes. And sometimes he talks about some, he support some really dumbass ideas but you know he he was right and he dropped the bomb on kamala harris and oh my yeah. god jen fucking simone sanders this is why you are leaving you're not leaving you were asked to resign okay because you don't know how to do a job and the job is i mean the fact that she broke in on somebody's live interview that shows such a lack of what a professionalism. If you're going to be somebody's uh, press secretary, mm -hmm. you can cut people off and that's fine, but do it in the right ways. And just to get on there and say, Hey, we can't hear you. So we're going to, yeah. end the, Oh God, I can't stand that bitch. Oh my God. Oh no, dude, dude. She's yeah, the worst. She's the, if, if for those of you that don't remember, Simone Sanders was the one, uh, I want to say it was about three years ago when those four African-American, uh, kids were torturing a white kid on Facebook, on mm -hmm. Facebook live. And then Simone Sanders went on CNN, everybody, whether they were black, white, purple, yellow polka dots, everybody on CNN was saying, yes, this is a hate crime. They were calling him terrible racial things mm -hmm. and then she gets on there well no we need to be careful about who we call hate crimes because this is trump's fault oh my god yeah she's she's uh she's she's her and sunny hostin are just yeah. up there as there's the too worst. many there's too many that's up there like she's oh god they they deserve there. to be slapped along with bill o'reilly oh my god yeah fucking bill o'reilly man Fuck that and you know that's one of my favorite videos of all times so it was like when he's like flipping out at the teleprompter <laughs> fuck it we'll do it <laughs> we'll live, do it live. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's one of my favorite videos. Um, all right. So moving on, that's that ends the Buddy Awards, you guys. Uh, that was our first time ever doing that. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, let's move on with the rest of our show. Um, so today in American history for 4 January 2022, in 1896, Utah becomes the 45th state of the Union. So yay, happy birthday, Utah, I guess. I don't know. Um, 1999, I don't know if you guys remember this or not, but um, Jesse the Body Ventura, a former pro wrestler, sworn in as the governor of Minnesota. Uh, in 2004, the NASA Mars rover Spirit successfully lands on Mars. And then in 2007... I know we don't like this woman very much, you guys. It's still significant. Don't come at me. But Representative Nancy Pelosi becomes the first female Speaker of the House. That that was significant. Uh, Birthdays for today. In uh, 1643, Sir Isaac Newton, scientist who developed the laws of gravity and planetary relations. In 1785, Jacob Ludwig Grimm. The German philosopher who wrote fairy tales with his brother, you know, the Grimm brothers. And then in 1809, Louis Braille, developer of the reading system for the blind. So happy birthday, gentlemen. All right. So headlines, buddies. (laughs) I've been saying it this whole show. We're in 2022 and we're still talking about COVID. Why? Oh, my God. Anyways, um, today was the first. I've really dived into the news. Like I said, I don't want to talk about this anymore. However, comma. This one's pretty important, so I have to. Uh, In November, a lawsuit was filed by the First Liberty Institute on behalf of 35 Navy SEALs and three reservists. The lawsuit sought a religious exemption from the Biden administration's DOD vaccine mandate. Thousands of U.S. military members are facing possible discharge for refusing to comply to the mandate. A federal judge granted a temporary injunction yesterday against the mandate. Apparently, each branch of service is handling this mandate very different. I did not know this. I thought it was kind of like a one size fits all type of thing. Uh, the Navy is holding secular activity like medical exemptions more favorably than religious ones. The Navy initially was not honoring religious exemptions, but once they began accepting them, uh, they were holding their semen less. <laughs> They're called semen, you guys. Stop it. (laughs) Holding their semen less favorable and made them medically disqualified from service. Those with the medical exemptions were not being held as medically disqualified. So hopefully this is this is a stepping stone for all the service members who are being treated unfairly due to the exemptions or uh, due to the mandate. And then hopefully maybe we'll get rid of the mandates altogether. Like we can only hope and pray. I know there's a lot of lawsuits out there, but um, we can just hope and pray. Further news, apparently China is moving in on India. Where are all the lefties that are screaming colonizer? Where are you guys at? The CCP yesterday apparently renamed 15 different locations. I'm going to butcher this name, you guys, but it's the in the Arunachal Pradesh, which is an Indian state with Mandarin names. China propaganda newspaper Global Times claimed it was a legitimate move and China's sovereign right to give them standardized names, and they plan to standardize more places in the region in the future. Global Times also reported that the Indian locations already had names, but they are legal names in territories that is illegally occupied by China, or I'm sorry, India. This is not the first time that China has attempted this. They attempted this back in 2017 after the Dalai Lama visited the Arunachal Pradesh I, I'm really messing that name up. I'm sorry, you guys. But yeah, 
that's um that's what China's doing, in case anybody was wondering. Um Alderman Michelle Smith of Chicago, you guys. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through this story because this shit's hilarious. Alderman Michelle Smith of Chicago wants her constituents to wear whistles so they can blow them as they run towards armed robbers. Smith. (laughs) I had such a hard time writing this fucking part now. It gets better, Bill. It fucking gets better. I'm fucking crying right now because this shit's hilarious. So, Okay, there's something in Chicago that definitely blows, <laughs> but go ahead. Oh, my God. I can't do this. Okay, I can do it. Smith, Smith is bringing back the 1970s Whistle Stop program, which was originated in Lincoln Park. The Whistle Stop program follows the rules of... <laughs> I'm sorry, that's so funny because I swear just a mile down the road there is the Whistle Stop Cafe. Oh my god, I'm seriously a fucking crying, you guys. Okay, hashtag dead. The Whistle Stop program follows the rules of if you find yourself in a suspicious situation or witness a crime. Blow your whistle. If you hear a whistle, call the police. <laughs> then move towards the source while blowing your own whistle. Now, wait. So let me ask you a question. During, <laughs> it's not done. During these peaceful or during the uh, peaceful protests last year. And <laughs> oh could you imagine the sound of all these whistles going <laughs> I can't. If it only had a whistle. Before we move on, buddies, let's take a quick break. Welcome back. Now let's continue on with the show. Oh my god, my sides. <laughs> it gets better, you guys. Like that's not even the funniest part. Oh my god. Okay. I can do this. I got this. All right. According to Smith, blowing a whistle while running at the robber forces the offender to flee and and it helps the police pinpoint the location of the crime oh my god this is fucking ridiculous um she also informed her constituents to ensure that they get good whistles if they plan on participating in the program Oh my god. This can't be fucking real life, you guys. Like, I don't know where I woke up this morning, but this can't be fucking real. On the other hand, she also asked her constituents to comply with criminals if they ever find themselves as the target of the crime. And just to wrap up this story with a fun fact about Chicago, 2021 was their deadliest year in a quarter century with 836 homicides for the city. So if you guys live in Chicago, don't forget your whistles. She recommends like the whistles for like, like you use for sporting events and just run at the fucking guy with the gun. Oh my God, my sides fucking hurt. This shit's ridiculous. I cannot fucking believe this shit right now. 
Oh my god, that shit was funny. It was so hard to fucking read that story. Oh uh, yes, the whistleblowers are gonna die. <laughs> They're gonna like that. Who in their right mind in 2022 would think that if you blow your whistle and you run towards an armed robber, that they're going to run away? They have a gun. They're going to go pew, pew. You ain't fucking blowing your whistle no more. Oh, my God. That's it for the headlines. That's it. I couldn't I I couldn't do any more after that. So we're going to move on to the Raider Report. Oh, I had to catch my breath. Oh, my God. So I'm going to talk to you guys about new laws. Um, so there are various new laws that have been enacted since 21 December 2021. Yeah, the whistle will save you guys. All right, just keep that in mind. Now, when I say laws, you guys, I use this term very lightly. This is obviously um, off of congress.gov. So if you guys want to actually go and read these new <laughs> fucking... <laughs> Scott... Scott said, wait, that whistleblowing would have stopped Alec Baldwin, correct? I think it would have. I think, actually, you know what it is? I think there was science that showed that whistles, like they, they whistles put out like this, the sound waves and the sound waves stop bullets. <laughs> That's not true for you guys that are listening. I'm just making shit up. Okay. On to the Raider Report. Um, so the first law that was introduced by Democrat Representative Steve Cohen, um, this law, so this was starting on 21 December. Whistle why you work. Y'all are fucking killing me right now. Uh, this law <laughs> designates the federal building of 60, uh, 167 North Main Street in Memphis, Tennessee, which is commonly known as the Clifford Davis and Odell Horton Federal Building, is now the Odell Horton Federal Building. For those that do not know, Clifford Davis was a Democratic member of the House of Representatives. His name was removed from the building due to his ties to the KKK. Weird. Some, yeah, some leftist is going to repeat that. I was kidding. Whistles do not stop bullets, <laughs> for the record. Um, all right, next, this new law was introduced by Republican Representative David McKinley. Uh, this law designates the federal building and U.S. courthouse located at 1125 Cha Chaplin Street in Wheeling, West Virginia, as the Frederick P. Stamp Jr. Federal Building and U uh, U.S. Courthouse. Uh, Stamp was a senior U.S. District Judge of the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of West Virginia. That was a lot of saying the word district. Finally... For the uh, new laws on December 21st, Democrat Representative David Trone introduced the Remote Act. Um, now, there was so when you guys go to Congress.gov and you guys click on these bills, a lot of times it has like a summary. If you don't feel like reading the whole bill, I still recommend reading the whole bill. But I was extremely busy today, so I did not read these. I'm basing these off of the summary. Some of these did not have a summary, so I kind of skimmed through the bill. Um, don't hate me. Uh, the Remote Act, this law is uh, to extend certain expiring provisions of law relating to benefits under the Dem uh, the Department of Veterans Affairs Educational Assistance Programs during the pandemic. On the 22nd of December, the Capitol Police Emergency Assistance Act of 2021 becomes a law. This bill was introduced by Democrat Senator Amy Klobuchar. I think I fucked her name up. Uh, this law empowers the chief of the U.S. Capitol Police to unilaterally, re unilaterally request the assistance of the D.C. National Guard or federal law enforcement agencies 
and emergencies without prior approval of the Capitol Police Board. On the 23rd of December, accelerating access to critical therapies for ALS Act become, became a law. This bill was introduced by Democrat Representative Mike Quigley. This bill establishes grant programs to address uh, neurodegenerative diseases such as amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, ALS. Uh, the Department of Health and Human Services shall award grants to eligible entities for scientific research, utilizing data from expanded access to investigational ALS treatments for individuals who are not otherwise eligible for clinical trials. Um, that, that law I actually want to read because that one seems really shifty to me. Like, I don't know. Um, a bill introduced by Democrat Representative James McGovern to ensure that goods made with forced labor in Xinjiang Uyghur autonomous region of the People's Republic of China do not enter the U.S. market and for other purposes. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Um, I was actually surprised to see this, considering the lack of politicians that have spoken out against the crimes against humanities, against the Uyghurs. Um, but I still don't think that's enough. That's just my opinion. On 27 December, the National Defense Authorization Act of fiscal year 2022 becomes a law or became a law. Um, this was introduced by Republican Senator Rick Scott. This bill redesignates the Post Memorial located at 1912 South Orange Avenue in Orlando, Florida, as the National Post Memorial. Weird. I thought Republicans were all homophobes, but, you know, guess not. Democratic Representative Mark Vesey. Uh, introduced the bill to authorize the National Medal of Honor Museum Foundation to establish a commemorative work in the District of Columbia and its environs and for other purposes. The foundation shall be solely responsible for the acceptance of contributions for and the payment of expenses of the establishment for the commemorative work. Federal funds may not be used to pay any expenses for the establishment of the commemorative work. Um, I thought that was kind of weird that they put that in there because like everything else, like is they're, they're, they're spending happy. So I don't know. That was kind of weird to me. But um, that sums it up with the newly established laws since the 21st of December. Again, you guys, I highly recommend like getting familiar with Congress.gov and looking at the new legislation, the bills that are being introduced, the bills that are becoming laws, all that stuff. That way you know what's really going on and you can see who's responsible. So that way we the people don't vote for those fuckers next time. That's just me. But that's it. We, I just, we, we ready for I, some gen gen reacts or you got some, some things to add? I, I, I just have one thing to say about all this. Oh my God. Don't, and don't forget your whistles, you guys. <laughs> As far as videos, but I did want to get your reaction, and I should have uh, prepped you for this ahead of time, and I apologize. So, do you remember a few months back the two Arizona students who went into the multi multicultural center and kicked out, or tried to get the white kids kicked out? Yeah. Because they okay. Did you see what has happened to them as a punishment? And I wanted to see your reaction if you did know. No. So their reaction 
the reaction I was wanting to get from you because they have been punished. The uh, two ladies who were trying to get the white students removed, they had to issue an apology and write a three-page letter on diversity. Oh, so the, the females got punished. Yes. Mm-hmm. And all they had to do was write a three-page letter. Yeah, and issue what was called an apology, but then they posted a YouTube video where they were like, we're still being oppressed by Arizona State University. I mean, yeah. <laughs> first of all, like, in, in the Army, we call that like an RBI, like rebuttal by in, in something I never know. I can never say the fucking I word. But, like, that's what you do to privates. You know, it's kind of like Bart Simpson writing on the chalkboard, like, I will not be racist. I will not be racist. I will not be racist. You know, like that. What the fuck is that? <laughs> like, may, maybe, maybe they. Sh- <laughs> Poor shit. What I, I like my brain, my brain is like fucked up right now. I, I, I don't. I, you know what? Maybe those white boys should have whistles. <laughs> what is with the left and whistles? Okay, yeah. so uh, oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna read it from Fox News. Yeah, let, okay. let me hear this. I want to okay. hear what this letter says. Is that is that what it's saying? It's gonna tell us what the letter says. Okay, so uh, let me see. How many? Here. Hold on. How many girls were there that were harassing? It, it was two. It was two African American women. So it's two. It's two black girls that were harassing the black or the white kid, mm-hmm. and they each had to. They each had to write a three page. Letter? Is it front and back? <laughs> it didn't even make it <laughs> front and back. <laughs> front and back. Listen, if you guys don't understand that fucking reference, we can't be friends. Yeah. <laughs> who the fuck is Doug? Scott, like you keep saying Doug. I don't know who the fuck Doug is. Is it is it Dougie Fresh or Dougie Doug? Are, or are, Doug are, Williams? Do you think that Bill's name is Doug? I pointed the wrong way. Do you think that's Doug? Because that's Bill. I'm so confused. I hope so. Somebody I, I, me when out. I first saw you write Doug with an Alec Baldwin comment, I thought like it was just a typo. But now mm-hmm. you like you said, Doug, you're my hero and thinks Doug is cute. Who the fuck is Doug? <laughs> okay. So <laughs> an investigation was launched into uh, the two students that were charged with the Arizona Board of Regents Code of Conduct violation back in November, according to the ASU student newspaper. They were found guilty of interfering with university activities. There was insufficient evidence to find them responsible for violating harassment policies, according to the newspaper. There was a a video. There was a video of them blatantly. There was a video of them harassing them. Oh, my God. A third student allegedly involved in the September incident had similar charges against her dropped. Now, ASU gave both students a warning and asked them to write a three-page essay on how to deal with similar situations and facilitate a civil dialogue on multicultural spaces. That, that's... What the fuck is that's that? That's not achieving anything because they blatantly said in the video that white white is not a culture. White is not multicultural. Like white people don't have culture. Like that's what they were saying. Like that that's racist for one because like there's plenty of different types of white people with different various fucking backgrounds and cultures like and I really want to know if this is three page letters front and back, so is it essentially six pages or is it just fucking three <laughs> is pages? Is it one per each person? Yeah, is um, it like one per person? Like what? 
did they take turns? Like, did they share? Like, I. What was it? A gangbang paper, or you know, I, mean, <laughs> I what's didn't going say on? that, but like. <laughs> Send your hate to uh, Bill needs to be fired at Gmail. No, no. Uh, the pair said they have faced rape, death, and lynching threats on social media since the September video and are suffering from emotional and psychological violence. I mean, I, I believe them because I, I believe I them have wholeheartedly. Seen, yeah, I've seen how and it's disgusting. the internet is. And like, yes, I don't condone that type of behavior. I think that's 100%. absolutely disgusting. Like, you do not threaten anybody with rape or lynching. Like, that's racist and you shouldn't horrific. threaten anybody with any kind no, of physical altercation. Now I I'm one of those people, I guess I'm a little old school. I guess I'm weird. I I'm just one of those sticks and stones break my bones, mm-hmm. but you know, I, or I, I even go the uh, Tyrion Lannister route, know who you are and what you are and wear it like mm-hmm. a suit of armor and it can yeah. never be used to hurt you. Yeah. So, you know, wor- words don't mean shit to me because, to be honest with you, 99% of the time, you're not going to win a battle of words with me anyway. But I just don't see how that's – it's not vi- – words are not violence. Thre- threats are terrible and they should be intolerated. I agree with that 100%. But I mean, words, words I get, themselves are not violence. Right. But I also – I I – Especially being on social media and being on the type of platform, you know, that I'm on, like I can see how because I'm telling you, there was a time I don't know where the fuck all the liberals are at on my page. I think it's because I'm severely shadow banned because I have not had trolls in a while. But there was a time where I was getting harassed nonstop. Mm -hmm. And so I can understand how that takes its toll on people like I like I get it. You know, sticks and stones, because I'm that type of person, too. Like, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. But when you're getting beat down over and over and over Mm. and over, it does take its toll. But on the flip side, if you're going to be a vile human being and be racist against somebody and tell them that they don't have culture and harass them and, you know, berate them, I'm sorry. You Mm. put that out there. You recorded yourself, for one. Like, stupid on you. Like, you should know. Like, if you're going to put that out in the universe and you're going to put it out there on social medias, then... You should be you should be able to take what's coming. You are I'm not responsible or I'm responsible for what I say, Mm -hmm. my actions. I'm not responsible for how you feel about them. Mm -hmm. And here's the problem. And here we go. Uh, We're going to we're going to get some hate on this and that's fine. Uh When you put it out there and you're trying to be I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be insensitive, but if you're trying to be a woke savior or a white knight out there Mm -hmm. and you're trying to be the hero, but you end up looking like the asshole, that's not our fault. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, I just think that there's a fine line. Like, I'm just saying, like, I can understand where the girls are coming from, but at the same time, because like, if I'm going to put some, some shit out on the internet, Mm -hmm. like, I know that there are hateful people out there. I expect to get hate back. Right. Like, or, you know, I expect it. So, like, mm-hmm. I, I prepare myself for it. Some and people I, aren't that strong mentally. So, and I, I agree with They kind of brought it on themselves. But at the same time, like, you need to strengthen up here if you're going to fucking put some shit out on the internet. No, 100% on board with you. And you and I have had this conversation before. You know, words are not violence, but words should be, you should be held accountable for words. And threats are illegal. 
Yeah. So if you make a threat to one of these girls because of what they've done, then mm-hmm. you're just as bad, if not worse, yeah. than these two young women. Yeah. Let's no, make that 100% abundantly clear. If you make threats against these women for what they said, you're a fucking scumbag. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's that's number one. And if that hurts your feelings, I'm sorry. That's not violence. Well, you know what? If that hurts your feelings, then you should probably self-reflect on why that hurts your feelings. Right. Because it's it, facts. Like if you think that it is okay to give put threats out there just because you don't like what somebody says. Mm-hmm. You should probably reflect on yourself and figure it out. No, Jen, we've got this all wrong. We blew it. We dropped the ball on this one. I'm oh, going to tell you do? why. Those guys just wanted to fuck those girls. Aww. That's all it was. Yeah. I mean, damn you know it. what? According to a certain creator on TikTok, like rape, there's nothing wrong with rape. What? Okay, you're gonna have to break that one down a little bit I'm, for I'm me. Just, I'm, I, I don't remember what the video said uh, verbatim, but that's pretty much what they were saying. Was like, oh, all all species rape. There's nothing wrong with rape. Oh, uh, that's. I'm, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> yes, that's what that's what I should start doing. I should start yep. taking politicians' clout. <laughs> for those of you that were just listening, I just stole AOC's clout. Did, am I doing Did that right, Jen? Yeah, pretty much. But no, that's how AOC responded to a Republican saying, hey, you bash Florida and Ron DeSantis before, but yet you want to go down there and vacation with no mask. Now, don't get me wrong. The guy who responded, I think the shot at her boyfriend's feet was not only childish, it was immaterial and uncalled for. Why? why? It doesn't make any sense. Uh, Bill, everyone can tell you want a little AOC. I want a little AOC. I want a little AOC to get her little ass out of my government. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, you're, you're yeah. right. I, I want her gone, not because of her political clout or because who she is as a politician, because she is just, let, let's get one thing abundantly clear. And I think Jen will agree with me. There are a lot of politicians, left and right. Mitch McConnell needs to have his ass gone, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm Kentucky. I've lived in Kentucky most of my adult life. Mitch McConnell is the effing worst. That guy is terrible. He needs to be gone just as bad as AOC. Mm -hmm. It's not an AOC thing. I'm not Fox News. I don't hate AOC. And I don't think Mitch McConnell or Trump are gods, okay? Mm -hmm. They need to be gone, too. I know know we've had the conversation about Trump before, and and that's fine. We're just Mm going to agree to disagree. But, you know, it's not just an AOC thing. No. But Mitch McConnell— There's a lot of politicians that need to go away. Oh, yeah. Mitch McConnell is not up in New York with a mask and, like, 500 biohazard suits on saying, hey, this is great. Yeah. I will tell you that there are three politicians, soon to be four, that I actually like. And that is Tulsi Gabbard. She's like the one and only Democrat I would ever vote for. Um, Tim Scott, Mm -hmm. Dan Crenshaw, and soon Derek Anderson when he wins Congress. So if you're in Virginia, I think it's the ninth district. I can't remember. I can't remember the district now, but uh, he's he's running for Congress. Uh, He's a good friend of mine. I just have to give him that shout out because Derek Anderson, he was my captain when we were in Afghanistan. Phenomenal dude, cares about America, wants to put America first. And you know what? Like, I think we need more more military in, in, in those those places. I love Tulsi. Tulsi mm-hmm. is just phenomenal. She should be president. And I 
I don't necessarily know. I mean, she may be a registered Democrat, but I don't know if she's a Democrat. Anymore. I think she's I, more moderate, uh, yeah. if that's the right term for the left. Yeah, I, I don't so. know. But like literally uh, the only thing that I don't agree with her on is her, her gun, her gun control right. stance, which right. shocking because she's a soldier, yeah. which I almost went after her. I did almost go after her because I do follow her on TikTok and mm-hmm. she was doing drill um, two weekends ago. I think it was and she's outside like doing a TikTok in uniform with no headgear on. And I'm like, you know what, Jen, stop, because you definitely go outside a lot of times. Jen. I was nitpicking. <laughs> I was nitpicking. But like, I was like, I was like I'm, I'm not going to do it because I, I like I do like Tulsi Gabbard and I'd like for her to follow me back on TikTok. So Tulsi Gabbard, if you're hearing this uh, at generator on TikTok. You the might not only, like my political views, but, you know, I think we could be friends. I, I I love Tulsi. I love a lot of her policies. Not all, mm-hmm. but I do like a lot of her policies, a lot of her thoughts. My worst thing about Tulsi Gabbard is that she's friends with Meghan McCain. That's yeah. just about it. Um, You know, it's funny because like almost a year ago, because I mm-hmm. like I was heavily considering uh, getting into politics and running for president one day. I put this out on TikTok almost. It was it was April because I was headed back from uh, Florida. And I was like, you know what, you guys, I just had this wild thought. What if I run for president and say I, I win the uh, the candidate for, you know, the Republicans. And then when it's time for me to name my vice president, I name Tulsi Gabbard. Like, what well, I think that like that's how perfect this should be. Fucking uh, Democrat or Republican or, you know, just like we need to get rid of party affiliation, period. But like that, like that's the best of both worlds. You guys can sit there and discuss things like, oh, well, here's my viewpoint. Here's my viewpoint and find the common ground. That would bring unity. You you know who I <laughs> I would love to see AOC run for president. Let no. me tell you what. No, no, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Where's because, my whistle? Right. Uh, I would love to see her run because then she would have to do one of two things. She would be forced into a debate where she would get shredded by anybody with half a brain. Okay. Anybody with half a brain would destroy her in a debate or she would say, oh, debates are beneath me and they're archaic and this, that and everything else. And then she proves that she's the coward that she is. Mm-hmm. Okay? I mean, she doesn't even need to be in a debate to get destroyed. Like, look at all the panels that she sat on. Oh, and I gets know, completely but, annihilated. Oh, dear God. I am not I, I'm becoming less and less of a Ben Shapiro fan here lately because he's saying some really outlandish stuff stuff that I, uh, yeah, that I can't agree with. Maybe that's a story for another time, but dear God, could you see him and her in a debate? That would be like if Mike Tyson fought a toddler. I mean, it really would. And anybody with half a brain would just destroy her. Oh yeah. Um, uh, Dan Crenshaw. I want to touch on him because you mentioned him real quick. I love Dan Crenshaw as a soldier, as a politician, we're we're there. I'm getting He's higher. He's still new. He's getting higher on the list for me. Yeah. But the fact that he is a real life death stroke. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm like, let's go, Dan. Yeah. And, you know, I tell you what, when Pete Davidson, that Jen's dad, please forgive me. Pete Davidson, you cocksucker. I swear, when he made the joke about Dan Crenshaw, I've not wanted to beat up somebody that bad in a long time. I can't stand that guy. I was going to show him what violence really was. Yeah. I okay. can't stand that guy. Scott, just to touch on what you said, like, if it, you, like, imagine how you, what it used to be was like second place becomes vice president. The problem with that is that's how assassinations happen. Ooh. You know, the, the, you got sore losers out there that would like, oh, suddenly the president died 
And now we have to make the vice president the sore loser that came in second place, the president. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. that's like our system's already corrupt. We don't need to add in like assassinations. <laughs> like, we don't need to add that in there anymore. I, I'd have to agree with you. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, on the flip side of that coin, I'm, I cannot stand Mitch McConnell, but I actually am a Rand Paul guy. I, you know, Rand Paul's from he's my hit or state. Miss. Yeah, he's hit or miss for me. He, he, he's hit or miss, but the fact that he is the only one who has took a hard line stance and went pound for pound, toe to toe with Fauci. Mm-hmm. And why is it, Jen, why is anybody listening to that guy anymore? I don't know. I don't know why, like, why does he still have a job? Forget, forget COVID, forget the pandemic, forget vaccines. Why is anybody listening to this guy? You want to talk about stealing clout? This guy has no clout to steal. I think he's in clout debt. Uh, I, yeah, I have no idea. Like, I don't know why people are still listening to him. All the stuff that has come out about him. If Fauci was the medical expert under Trump, he would have been burned at the stake by now. He would have been set fire to or hung in in Times Square. Okay? No, he wasn't. No, I'm saying if he was. He was. When COVID first happened, he was all over the news. One minute he's saying, oh, we don't need masks. Like, it's okay. okay. Two weeks. And then literally, like, Trump would repeat that. And then the next day, he would go complete opposite. Okay. And then he's Let- being held a hero. No, you're 100% right. Let me rephrase. If it would have came out, the stuff that Rand Paul exposed, and the mm-hmm. fact that he was part of experimentation on dogs yeah. while he was under Trump. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, oh yes, yeah. That, that would have yeah, been that, a wrap. That approach, yes, I see. Okay. I don't understand that, That's why what he, I meant. I apologize. Yeah. I don't understand how he has not been put under investigation with the dogs. Like, where the fuck? PETA, where the fuck you at? Right? What the fuck? Those poor beagles. Oh, my God. I know I'm I'm right there with you. He he was a strong candidate for me to win the 2021 buddy for idiot of the year. Yeah, he but he's he like it's he's the cream of the crop. Like he he's he wins every year of fucking idiot of the year. <laughs> Real he, quick, he wins idiot of the fucking century. Oh, I oh I I don't know. I think AOC claimed that title. I no, but I think Fauci. I think Fauci surpassed her big time. You think? You think so? AOC cried out a fake fence and pretended it was <laughs> like Fauci lied and it cost thousands of lives. <laughs> he facilitated a fucking uh, gain of function lab in Wuhan, oh. China. Created mm. this fucking issue that we've been having for two fucking years. Mm. You know what's serious when Jen leans into the mic, folks? Yeah. Before we uh, take off, I want to thank everybody. Before we get to some uh, Jin Jin thoughts, I want to thank everybody again one more time for all the outpouring of support and all the well wishes. Could not thank y'all enough. And we've got some really good things in store for 2022. I know, I know we're kind of ending it on bashing people, but that's (laughs) that's part, that's part of the fun. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's part of the fun. Yeah, we're uh, looking forward to having some more guests. We're looking forward to bringing you some new segments. And always, 
always, if you have any ideas or anything, please leave them in the chat or hit us up at headlinesandcoffee at gmail.com. We're always monitoring that. We uh, would love to hear more from you. Please share and like the video if you like what you see. If you don't, fuck off. Eat a dick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but thank you guys so much. We, I, I got to say, I was very – I looked up the numbers, and even though – we took a couple of weeks off. We still had some really nice numbers. So thank you all, everybody, yes. so much for all the support. We hope to bring you even more good stuff and have some more ideas for you coming up in the new year. Hit them with a gin. All right. Um, before I get on to Gen Gen thoughts, I just want to uh, jump on to what Bill just said. If you guys have any ideas, uh, you got a guest that wants to come on and shoot the shit, somebody that wants to try to debate me. I really don't want that to be like what this is. Like my whole thing when I first started this podcast was to talk to people on the left and to like try to bring unity. So if you have ideas, again, headlinesofcoffee at gmail.com, hit us up. Uh, all right, so some Gen Gen thoughts. I really hope you buddies had an amazing holiday. This is a new year. One thing we have to remember is that we are all in this together. That means everyone, left, right, middle, and different, uh, we have to come together as we the people and regain control. The elites are completely out of control. I wish more people would see that. Um, if we could gain true unity, a lot of our anxieties that we have that we've been having for the past two years will diminish. 2022, we should really focus on that unity. And I think that <clears throat> we should focus on being a better person. I don't know if you guys do the resolutions, but fuck that. Most don't keep up with the resolutions anyways. Instead, just wake up every day and work at being a better person. Exude positivity. Manifest that positivity. Manifest change for the better. The more of us that do that, the more we can overwhelm the negative energy that has been plaguing our society. We do that and we can achieve so much together. Thank you to my producer, Bill, as always. Again, I'm glad that he's safe and doing well. Thank you, buddies, for coming back and joining me. I look forward to spreading this message, and I really hope that you guys join me. Until next time, you guys.